if anyone brings up, if you if you mention that there's some kind of a question um, about the voting, well, we already know that you're you're then labeled. Well, you know, you're an election denier. You know, it's starting to really seem, folks, that this was all in an effort to try to already lay the groundwork that if anybody started to complain or question some of the vote totals that we saw, that the, the media, everyone was already conditioned that then they would be labeled an election denier. And, and you're not supposed to question the election in any way. And we're all just supposed to accept the results, even though anyone that's really been, you know, paying paying attention to this whole thing doesn't believe that these are legitimate results. So I want to um, start off and I want to give credit to Gene Valicenti of NBC10. I am going to get to the state police story, but Gene Valicenti of NBC10 on 10 News Conference, he had on the Democrat Party chair who is Joe McNamara, and he also had on the Republican chair, who is Susie Yankee. And as, you know, they, they, he decided to have them on, and they they uh, both, you know, I, I, I don't fully understand um, how that went down. I, I really don't understand how the, the lack of just basic interest in in what the end result with the election was. You, you would think that you would want to play this stuff out uh, as much as you possibly can. But I, I want to start off. Um, I know the GOP chairwoman, Susie Yankee, um, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if she's going to be staying much longer. I, I don't know if she's decided that, you know, she wants to seek another term. I, I know that she she mentioned on Channel 10 on 10 News Conference that this, this is like a 12-year plan for the Rhode Island Republican Party. Well, you know, the only way that any type of plan would work would have to be, in fact, <clears throat> if, um, you know, it's got to be solid ground. It, it, it doesn't matter if it's a tw- if it's a 12 year plan or it's a 50 year plan. If if it's if it's not legitimate, then it's not legitimate. So I want to dip in, folks. Right now, it's 14 minutes past 12. This is the 10 News Conference. Calamari Joe, Joe McNamara, and Sue Sienke. Address your co-panelist here. He won. Yes, he won. Yeah. You know, congratulations. You know, we uh, we always want Rhode Island to be successful. So we wish anybody that won in this race to be successful. But I also think it was low voter turnout. And I think that our message is we're the party of opportunity. We want good jobs, good schools, and then your ability to raise, live, and uh, work here in Rhode Island. They're the party of death. They're the party of killing party babies. Of They're death. a party of killing education. Wow. And a party of high crime. So that message Where was this talk before the, the, the election? that they just voted against their interests. Well, uh, Joe McNamara, that wow. message certainly turned quickly. I thought we were going to be Party of death. Unbelievable. Yes. Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how was the play? Go ahead, your uh, turn. I think that this election really demonstrated that... Uh, 
an outsider like uh, Ashley Kalis that came in and uh, spent $5 million getting the same results as uh, Pat Cordelessa, who spent $3,500, showed that Rhode Islanders are smart and elections cannot be bought in this state. Wow. And quite honestly, after Thanksgiving, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a moving van pull up in front of Kalis's second home and she moves on to another state. But uh, I, I was very pleased by uh, Seth Magaziner's victory. I'm sure you were. And yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it I, w I was standing with Seth at 5 p.m. outside of school, an elementary school in Gatsby Plateau, and he said, Joe, what do you think? And I said, I just came from the Scottish Rite, which is a polling yep. place in Patuxent Village in Cranston, and they're turning out there very strong, over a thousand votes, and they're all yours. And he ended up winning that. How would they know 1,400 that? to 400 over Fung. Yeah. In Cranston. Uh, so you just How can't would say they know the what all the votes the were? Or the, that they beat you soundly. Yeah, huh. they beat us. I mean, so there are a lot more than that. They sure. appear to be the party of Rhode Island. Well, you know, think they, of they that. Died in the wool. Right. That's the rug's pattern. Uh. They're not undoing it. They're not, we, we weren't undoing it. But we, we, you know, when I came in, I said there's a 12 year plan. We've got to build a structure. First, I I've heard of that. Yeah, well, no, no, no. Let me challenge you. No, I'm a 12 year plan. Chafee. Going back to Lee Gallman, I was at the news conference. That was a that was a five-year plan. Yeah, what no, happened? But I came in and said a 12-year plan because there was no structure in the Rhode yeah. Island Republican Party. We didn't have a that, field game. That's not no field true. operations. This time, we had the most candidates that we've ever had run, 66 in the General Assembly. And that's a huge improvement over 2018. A lot of these people were first-time candidates. When they came in, we said, you have to run twice. Now, when he talks about Kayla spending a Did lot of money, look how that? much money that the speaker had to spend. He ran against a first-time candidate that actually was holding him accountable. And that's part of our job, too, as a, as a minority opposition party, to hold these people accountable. Most of those candidates that ran this time said that they're in again for 2024. Okay, so they'll be paying attention. There's more turnout in a presidential election. And we've got to get our message out better. Hey, you know, you're voting against your interests. These are I people that close that. your schools for two years, that no. have your kids masked, that the crime nope. rate is high up in Providence. That's not it. You know, is it really, you know, where is your job? Where's the economy? Let's talk about, uh, as my late mother used to say, God bless his soul, action speaks louder than words. The fact of the matter is, we gained seats in this particular election. The House Minority Caucus went from 10 to 9. So we were victorious there. But the message is, you cannot be the party of no. And that's what the Republicans have become. Their legislative record was voting against the phase out of the car tax, voting against the $250 tax credit, voting against the tax-free pensions for veterans, voting against uh, Social Security tax-free for the first 20,000. One rep, whom we defeated, the Republican, sent out a mailer saying, I worked by, through bipartisan support to phase out the car tax. Ironically, his opponent, who won, sent a mailer out the same day. Here is the record of initiatives that he voted against. 
including the phase out of the car tax. Mm -hmm. And this polarization that has taken over our country, I've seen it because I've been in the House for a while. 20 years ago, we would sit down with a minority party and we had minority leaders that would say, okay, we'll work on this, we'd get bipartisan uh, legislation through. Today, they're voting one one representative voted for the budget. So, and, so th- take 30 seconds to rip up, but I'll, I'll begin you in the next segment. Go ahead. Okay. Because we've got to take a break. Certainly, there were 11 amendments that were added by Republicans to that budget process, and they were voted down. That included more home health care for low-income housing. You all voted against that. Those were good amendments that were put into the budget by by the Republicans. So we're not the party of the no. We are the party of, let's let's talk about Zambrano Hospital. We were the ones that, that made uh, Governor McKee give more funding to those low-income people. So again, it's our communicating our message that we're there, we have good solutions. We have good solutions, and the Democrats voted against it. Joe, and their party is moving so far to the left that it's not helping average, everyday Republicans. All right. Let's... Uh... Oh, you mean and Democrats? You g- and you gave money. I mean, oh, de- yeah. Democrats. Republicans. Right. No, she, that's what you said. No, no, okay. no, 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 Democrats. Um, you know, it's it's okay. It's also, you know, Governor McKee gave out three thousand bonuses yes. to everybody. He handed out money, and in fact, when we knocked on doors, people said, "I'll vote for this person. I'll vote for this person." But I'm going to vote for Governor McKee because he gave me three thousand dollars. Okay, let he me. He bought your vote. Yes, he bought my vote. Let's hold it there. We've got a whole other segment, and I want to go over some numbers. Uh, day of voting versus mail-in. Says something going on next all right folks again you're listening this is the 10 news conference Chairs continue the lively discussion, I guess. It's Susie Yankee with the Republicans representing Joe McNamara for the Democrats. Keep going. We're doing good television here. Uh, all right. I want to put up the screen. This is uh, a day of voting versus mail-in versus early Listen voting. To this, Let's put up uh, the second congressional district race. Seth Magazine, polling place. This is day of. Look at that number, 64,000. Remember that number. Mail-in's 13, early voting 22. Now let's go to Alan Fung. Polling place for Alan Fung, day of on election day. 73,000. Mail-in, though, much lower. Early voting, lower. What's going on here, Sue? Is no. it, uh, they're much better at getting early voters and mail-in ballots. Why is that? Why wouldn't that group of voters be the same as this group of voters? Because I think Republicans like to vote uh, on Election Day. They like to go is, in. They like the is, community atmosphere. I particularly love voting on Election Day. I like going in. I like showing my ID. Do they like losing? No, they don't like losing, but you're talking about uh, Democrats like to vote by mail. So oh, they oh, vote oh, by oh. mail. This is, this is the game has changed. The, the, the game has changed. Rules. Right. These are the new rules. And we have started working on a mail ballot operation. But I'm telling you, Republicans do not like to vote by mail okay. in this state. Um, other states, in Utah, it is a red state. They do an all-mail ballot yeah. operation. They've done it. It's it's trying to change the culture and saying this is an option. You better change, Joe. You'll never win an election again. Let me ask you this. Before we go any further, in other states, you know, the Democrats and the Republicans accuse each other right. of shenanigans. As of today, we're taping on Friday election. It's over. You're satisfied, fully satisfied with the vote, the count. There's no complaints, nothing. No, and I think that... Um, if there's you no know, mean yes, you're fully satisfied? Yeah, no, complaints. no, no, no complaints okay. about the election process. I think that Unbelievable. You know, there are always uh, irregularities in every election. How, you know, Mike, what? Not enough to change. Stop them. the tape. You, unbelievable. 
Uh, you didn't even look at any ballots. You didn't even look at any ballots. How do you know? Did you ask for a blank and recount? Uh, uh, folks, that right there, she should be absolutely raising the flag and drawing attention that there's something wrong. Democrats like to vote by mail ballots. Does that make sense to anyone with a brain? As I said to Justin Katz last hour, this whole, you know, I go back to the steroid era. Gee, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, Barry Bonds. Boy, these guys seem to have been bulked up. Yeah, you know, they're, they're working out more. and But no, 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 no. It wasn't that. <laughs> Do you remember the home run chase? What did they say? Well, it must be something with the ball. No, it's not that. It's not something with the ball. It was steroids. There's something wrong here. Our process, she doesn't even, I don't even know where to begin it, and I'm trying to be polite about Susie Yankee. The Republican Party completely, and also, I'm going to name names and point fingers. There was a press conference last spring that was so embarrassing with Susie Yankee and Jessica De La Cruz, the state senator. De La Cruz wasn't even mentioned in the blanking story. She was so quiet. The selfishness of the Rhode Island Republican Party, the members that get elected, that think, oh, I'm safe, so I'll just keep my mouth shut and won't say anything. They allowed these ridiculous mail ballot provisions to be passed. Why do we have to have so many mail ballots? There's no mechanism to check if somebody votes by mail ballot and votes early voting. There is a limit going forward to how much I'm actually going to focus on the local elections. Because it's just, it's so, the the party, do do they really want to win? Are they really a party that, that wants to win. Democrats like to vote by mail. Folks, have you ever heard anything more ridiculous than, than I, I, I just, we're at another level here. Democrats like to vote by mail. Oh, okay. So Alan Fung got 4,000 mail ballots and Dan McKee got, excuse me, Seth Magazine got 12,000, three to one. They just, is it possible that they're collecting ballots? Listen, McNamara explains they help people fill out their ballots. Like it's that complicated. Why, Why does Rhode Island have so much involved? You know what, folks? Calling into the program is our friend Patricia Morgan. Good afternoon, Rep. Morgan. Good afternoon. Go right ahead. You are live on the air with me, Rep. Morgan. Go right ahead. Oh yes. Well, I'm. I am listening to. I need you to turn. I appreciate that. I need you to turn me down, and then I want to hear exactly what you have to say. I'm thrilled that you called in. Yeah. um, Obviously, I did everything I could in the last session to get the Democrats to accept some common sense ways to make 
our elections better. Quite frankly, these mail-in ballots, they don't require an ID for God's sake. No. Right? And then we've, we've expanded the number of mail-in ballots so much that the Board of Elections can never, ever uh, actually look at them and make sure there's no fraud in them. No. We no. never gave the Board of Elections any kind of additional personnel to make sure. Do you know the mail-in ballots? In the past, whenever we had absentee ballots, they would tell the campaigns, we're going to run your absentee ballots at this time. If you'd like to come and view it, come on down. You can look at all of the uh, signatures and verify them for yourselves. Because, and, and that makes sense. We should be there. We should be saying, whoa, that signature is a squiggle. How do you know that that's the person whose name is on this ballot? But now they don't allow us to come down. No candidate is invited to come down and look at the, at the signatures. Wow. And verify any part of the mail-in process. Hmm. It is, and it really, I believe it's unconstitutional. Our constitutional says there's one day for voting, not three weeks for voting. It has, it says nothing. I mean, it's, it says about absentee ballots, but doesn't say our constitution doesn't say mail-in ballots are are now the new way to go. And the idea that they're more convenient, convenient for who? Convenient for the Democrats? Yes. So they can manipulate them? Here is the narrative they're trying to put forth. That there are people that want to vote. And they don't have time. So these helpful Democrat operatives, they go and they find them and they help them fill out the ballot. And that way, everybody's voting. Brett Morgan, you and I both know that that is not... I want people to understand, and right now at 1228, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. On with us is Representative Patricia Morgan, who is so knowledgeable, who would set me up with different guests. We would walk out last year how Rhode Island was an outlier in regards to elections. Rep. Morgan, in Florida, the most ballots you can handle, other than your own, mm-hmm. is two. Yeah. So just yes. family members, right? In Massachusetts and Connecticut, the most you can handle it's higher, but it's 10. Rhode Island, as you know, is unlimited. Yes. But what I don't understand, I mean, we're both friendly with the GOP chairwoman. But this, this business of Democrats just like to vote by mail, that's, that is ludicrous. They like to vote by mail. And they're, go they're, ahead. They're activists. Yes. They're operatives like to vote by mail. Yes. Right. And they intimidate people. You know, they go into, uh, this is another thing. It shouldn't be allowed. It shouldn't be allowed. The campaigns should not be allowed touching ballots. And I can tell you exactly what happened. You know that I put in a bill that said no more than three per person. You had to be a family member. Or if you weren't a family member, you could only handle three mail-in ballots. That's it. And that prevents, I mean, they go into nursing homes. They go into shut-ins, right? And they stand over them. Yes. This is the this is the complete like so um, there was a bill to allow electronic voting for the disabled and military. Now I don't know how many eighty year olds have a have a computer and they're going to 
uh, take the ballot, mark it, then scan it and send it back all by themselves. But the, but the whole point was they need the dignity of voting alone in private. Yes. And yet we allow Democrat operatives, political operatives connected to campaigns to go into into these areas where there is a very frail elderly folks, people who are disabled. And where where is the privacy? Where is the dignity of privacy? Letting them do it themselves. They speak out of both sides of their mouth. What they really wanted was the ability to say, well, this person is is disabled. We're going to electronically vote for him. Yes, that's right. And nobody can see them scanning the ballots nope. in and mailing them, emailing them in. And Rep. Morgan, folks, again, we're speaking with Representative Patricia Morgan. Rep. Morgan, in um, by the way, they passed that. They passed that. Yeah. And in Florida, that is now a law. In Florida, the campaigns are not allowed to send out unsolicited mail ballots. Now, I know from the primary, people were sending me and saying they got a mail ballot from, hey, this is Senate President Dominic Ruggiero. And I thought I would send you a mail ballot. In Florida, that's not allowed. In Rhode Island, How the that's heck allowed. Does he get right. a, a live mail ballot? Yes. Right? I, I, does that mean that I could have gone, Patricia Morgan, the Republican, could go down to the Board of Elections and say, hey, why don't you give me 200 mail ballots? I want to hand them out. How about 2,000? Yeah. Yeah. There we go. It, that would never happen. I mean, listen, there was nothing. We had great quality candidates. Yes. And they... They had every 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 ability. They had the policies on their their side. I walk door to door. I go to every door in my 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 district, and I'm telling you, at, at the door, people are with us on our policies. Yes, they are. They agree with us on our policies. Yep. The flood, what got the Democrats over the over the hump here, was the mail-in ballots. It was, it and was I don't think it's legitimate. I don't think it's, I don't think it, it is, is either. it's not, Rep. Morgan. And on top of that, now, Ken Block thinks he has stumbled into that if, if someone wanted to, you could vote twice. You could vote early voting and you could do a mail ballot. Now, I haven't heard, you know, 350,000 ballots were cast. You know, we haven't heard from the Board of Elections or Secretary of State Nelly Gorbea that one ballot was tossed. How, how is that possible? In, exactly. In, right. I mean, even if someone said we have one percent error, so let's do you know one percent of one hundred thousand would be one thousand votes, and three hundred fifty thousand. So you're talking at least if it was just one percent error. By the way, would be incredible. Would be, you know, what what do we ever do where they say there's only one percent error? So you're talking about at least three thousand. To 3,500 ballots should be tossed. And oh, we've heard more than that. And more before than that, the, of course. Before the pandemic, when they, uh, there were, were larger percentages of signatures that were tossed. Yep. Ballots that were tossed because the signatures didn't match. You know, those machines, there's tolerances. You can make them more sensitive or less sensitive. And my assumption, I, obviously, we're not allowed to go in there and view what they're doing while they're sending all these mail ballots in. Um, 
um, my assumption is that they set the, the settings on these machines to make them less sensitive. So mm. that if you have a squiggle, yes. you're going to get through. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right? Yes. And, and it should be at least at factory-established guidelines. Yeah. But I, I really doubt that that is happening down there. If, when you have a rejection rate pre, pre-pandemic that was much higher than it is now, means to me that somebody has manipulated the signature verification equipment. And now they don't, like I said, they don't allow candidates to go down there and actually see the envelopes before the ballot is separated from the envelope. You know, once the ballot is separated from the envelope, what are you going to do? Right. Right? You can't say, where's the ballot that goes inside this envelope? Because that that's an Ill- illegal um, ballot. You can't toss it anymore. You can't toss that vote anymore. No. And that's what they're doing. Um and the, and the, the the real and folks again we're speaking with Representative Patricia Morgan who who wins but they're going to come after her if they feel you know there's no report about it Rep Morgan no one's really doing a story but you know someone that's in the know is that guy Default and the Sun and they targeted that progressive Jennifer Rourke and they took her out for the Republican with mail ballots that's how. That's how much they have the game down. What I was told was that Roger Williams Park get out the vote with Seth Magaziner and the whole crew and Marty Walsh came in. They realized they were just not moving the polling numbers in CD2. That they just, they couldn't. They couldn't. Fung had settled into somewhere around a five-point lead and it just wasn't budging. And they went all in on the mail ballots. And so in CD2... Fung got 4,000 mail ballots. He won day of voting. So the polls were right. He won, won right around, you know, three, four points. But, oh, Magazina comes in with 12,000 mail ballots and the early voting, and he's the one going to Congress. I, I just, I don't believe that that is legitimate. But I, I also don't think, Rep. Morgan, I'll be honest, I don't know exactly how they're doing it. I, but however they're doing it, they're doing it up and down the ballot because nothing justine caldwell right amanda blau ran a great campaign against justine caldwell but rep morgan if we're to believe that the mail ballots are accurate why would it be 80 percent of the mail ballots that were cast in that race justine caldwell against amanda blau 80 percent went democrat what why would it be 80 percent of mail ballots a democrat yeah, it, I, 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 no, I, I I completely agree with your skepticism. Yeah. Yes, it, and people should be skeptical. Yes, you know now now the Secretary of State is saying, "Well, we're doing an audit." An audit just means they check the machines again. Exactly, they're not verifying the signatures. No, they're no. not. Right, they're not trying to find people who voted twice. Right, they're not trying to find the people who actually moved from the district that they that they end up voting in. They're not doing any of that. What, they're what, just checking the machines one more time. What right. what is what is your? I'm just curious. What's your middle name? Janet. Janet. Okay, a very common, and you may know this, but folks, again, we speak with Patricia Morgan. A very common tactic they use is so on the voter rolls oh that's right it'd be patricia morgan and then there'd be another voter and it's p janet morgan yes and so and that's we're talking like or that patricia is j morgan Patri- whatever or- we're talking like 
total, that's like a given that they do that. But there's something, you know what else, as someone else pointed out to me, Rep Morgan, over the weekend. So you've, you've run. You know what it's like statewide to look at poll numbers. You know what it's like to try to get poll numbers to move. And a Democrat operative said to me over the weekend, so let's look at Dan McKee. <laughs> On September 13th, he gets 32% of the vote in the Democrat primary, right? 32%. He's polis- lowest number rated governor, 32%. Helena folks beats him day of voting at the polls. On election day, less than two months later, we're to believe he actually went up 30 points and pulled close to close to 60% of the vote. Now, Rep. Morgan, does that it's seem not it's not possible? It's, not it's impossible. There's no way. Absolutely you, impossible. Let me just give you another thing. 30 that, point that, swing. You know, they can't get a 10 point swing. They can't get an eight point swing, a 30 point swing. No way. No how. No way. Let me give you another thing that the Democrats are doing. Um, bipartisan right now, there is it's in law that there has to be a bipartisan pair, a Democrat and a Republican that goes into nursing homes to help the people who we, we were told needed the dignity of being able to vote independently and put their ballot. They could put their ballot in a mailbox at a nursing home, but let's just forget that. But there's a bipartisan pair. In the last election, Nellie Gorbea, because of the pandemic, she just went ahead and nominated. She just chose people and said, you go in those nursing homes and you get those ballots. Were they bipartisan? Well, no, they were social workers and things that she was sure could could go in there safely and not infect the folks. Hmm. Okay. This election, supposedly she's use it she used she recruited nurses. Now, the Republican Party said <laughs> let us put our people in. We vetted them. We'll give you the names of people for these bipartisan pairs. We will provide the people. No, 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 no. Nellie was going to choose the right choose the people. But don't worry, they were gonna really be bipartisan. Then the question was, well, if you can't get enough nurses who are Republican what are you going to do? Well, we're going to make sure that the nurses we send understand that they're there to represent the Republicans' interest. Do you think that's believable, John? No, I do not. The union, no. that's, that's the unions. The nurses are all a part of the union. Thank you. They're now, union workers. You, you figure out how many people are in nursing homes in Rhode Island. Yep. A lot. Thousands? Yes. Thousands. Yes. Right. Yep. So, do you think that those that all those thousands got to vote Republican? Well, and let's talk about those that are affected with dementia, Alzheimer's. They wouldn't even yeah. know if someone cast a vote for them. You know what? And that's where the people who really don't want their loved ones to be exploited, who are in nursing homes, they need to get active. And they need to make it clear to the staff at the nursing homes that, that, that my parent or my grandparent will not be voting. Do not get them a ballot. Do not allow them to vote. They are not competent to vote. 
and and that's not saying anything wrong about those folks, but but listen, I I have a mother who's almost ninety eight. Yes. Oh wow. I did not let her vote this time. Yeah. Right now, I could have guessed she would have voted for me. <laughs> right. But 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 not a union operative. No. No. And not a Democrat operative no. going into a nursing home. Come on. No. Nope. Right? That just exploits them. It does. And that is so unfair yes. to them as human beings. Yeah. And there, you know. To go in and, and take advantage of them. And folks, uh, excuse me, Rep, you know, um, Aaron Gukian, right? He, I mean, he, he won day of voting at the polls yeah. against Sabina Matos. But, oh. Now we got to pull in the early voting in the mail ballots, and she's the lieutenant governor. I just, I don't believe it. But where, where I, I believe, if if the 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 reaction of the Republican Party is, well, this is just the way the game is played, and we have to play it that way. I, I disagree with that. I think we have to look at other states that monitor it that aren't so liberal. And and as I've said, we are the wild wild west with these mail ballots. I mean, there's no limit. It- John, I agree with you, yeah. but here's the problem. You know, I put in legislation. Yes. I put it in. I yep. fought for it. I brought people. I had people who would yes. testify. They yes. were not allowed to testify. Yep. Um, I, I I did the work. I did oh, it two I, years in no a row. No question. Absolutely. Um, to get those common sense provisions passed. Provisions that would make our elections more honest, more fair, yep, uh, better, more respectful of the po- population. Cleaner. The Democrats have to vote for them, and they won't. And it doesn't suit them. No. It, if it doesn't benefit them, yep. it's not going to get done. And they're perfectly happy with the way the system is oh, going they because love it. they're manipulating the system. They love it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Then they go out and say, well, your candidates are bad candidates. No. That's not your what it is. Your candidates are good candidates. Yes. And they worked hard. Yes, and very hard. And they worked hard. smart. Yes. And they had the right policies. But, Rep, I just, before I let you go, I mean, it just, it takes the wind out of people that invest all this time, all this energy, give up hours you know, tap into their well, family and, and friends. Oh, it's just terrible. Oh, yeah, it's three months of relentless walking, walking, walking. Yes. And, 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 and the problem is, after doing that and spending their own money, if the system is rigged, to, you know, with all these mail-in ballots, they're still going to lose. Yes, that's exactly right. right. Even if they work relentlessly, even if the, the, the people that they meet at the door love them yep. and say, yeah, put a sign up in my yard. And, yep, I'm going to vote for you. At the end of the day, if the Democrats can send campaign operatives into their district and collect ballots, they're still not going to win. Yeah. And they were. It's ironic we have to figure it out. I, I don't. I mean, they they. They sent them into CD2 without question to help magazine because then there was there was a benefit to all the Democrat candidates in CD2. So they weren't just helping him while they were there. They helped that Bridget Valadier while they were there. They helped that Justin Caldwell. And Rep, I'll leave it with this, though, where this is also real danger is if you're a Democrat and you're thinking of not 
not going along with what they want done. All they have to say is, well, maybe then you're not going to be on the list for the next election. And and never what you right and you and they know exactly what that means. It you means, know, can I go ahead? Can I just uh, here's a just a vignette from when I was walking. I went up to a house and it was a union household, hmm. and the guy said, "Oh, I agree with you. I'm so I, I, I agree with you. I'd love to vote for you, but I'm union." And I said, "Well, you can still vote for me." And he said, okay. "No, the unions tell me that I have to vote for Democrats." Yes. And I said, well, but but do you agree with their policies? I mean, do you really want all this transgender uh, theory in our schools? Do you really want to see your electric bill just screaming through the roof? You know, all of these things, right? And he said, no, but I don't know. I'm afraid for my job. Right. No question about it. And that's that's a valid fear. I had heard some fear, but how does the unions know how he's voting? Because some of them, Rep. Morgan, they would say, "We're going to hand out mail ballots. You're going to fill them out right here." There you go. You know, they they send operatives out and they say, "You vote, and we're going to come and pick up." We're going to go pick it up. There's no more. We need to get back to what they've eliminated is the privacy of the of the you know of the booth. Their, their votes, you know, they're not wrong. There's no more secret There's no more secret ballots. No nope. And that's that's a problem. Republicans, there's no more privacy. There's, there's no, more, no privacy. more the dignity no. of being able to independently and privately cast your ballot. Yep. Not if you're a Democrat. And, Rep. Morgan, if they're going to do that, like I describe it as it becomes a giant game of scavenger hunt. You know, you're not really campaigning for vote for, you know, for votes, you're actually just going out and collecting ballots. You're collecting ballots, and and you're going to pick them up. Yep. Now, how intimidating is that? Very intimidating. Don't seal your ballot. Yep, we want to right. check it. We'll we, check yeah, it off. Right. Don't seal it. We want to make sure you're doing it right. Right. So don't don't seal it until we get there. That's right. And 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 let's also point out that not everyone is as vested in the process as you and I are, and. <laughs> Some people really pay attention, but some people be like, hey, whatever, you know, I mean, they I like that candidate, but it's not worth risking and losing my job over as simple as that. You um, know, go ahead. I'm vested in it and you're vested in it yes. John, because we want to see Rhode Island be strong and prosperous again. That's our motivation. They're we all want about to see control. the right policies in place so that working class families can actually thrive in this in this state and they're not thriving now yeah i i walked door to door families are struggling oh yeah it, i mean it felt like the game of thrones winter is coming yes right yeah. they're worried about the heating bill starting they're worried about the electric rate going through this through the roof on them they are worried that they won't if their car breaks they won't have the money to buy a new one right that's what democrat policies are doing to them. It's squeezing them and squeezing them. How many families did I go to that said, we're working every bit of overtime we can get and we still can't pay all the bills at the end of the day. We're having to take money. We used to be able to put money in savings. Now we're taking it out just to pay our bills. And that's what having a super Democrat majority has done to our beautiful state. Yeah. 
And Rep, <clears throat> Rep. Morgan, before I let you go, folks, who was speaking with Representative Patricia Morgan, um, you know, I saw a magazine at election night. You know, the polls had us behind. Well, no, he was behind. And the problem with this. And he should have lost. Should have lost. Allen should have won. Yes. The problem with this form of voting is there's no way to poll these. They pull out these mail ballots. There's no way to pull, you know, they pull out this early voting. There's no reason for that. I went I went and voted on Election Day. There was no line. Uh, I was literally in and out in two minutes. <clears throat> I would say people need to recognize it's worth the sacrifice of convenience. I know some people said, yeah, I voted early. It was no big deal. But but you you you're not getting the accurate electoral you know process that we need i think it's worth sacrificing i would wait in line if they told me on election day it's going to be two hours i I would do that because at least then we'd have a real reliable election but the people in power they don't want that rep morgan no and that's the problem I don't put in those same bills again. I'll fight for them again. I'll I'll bring in experts from around the country to testify on them. Yes. And the Democrats are so, what's the word, haughty? Um, I mean, they're just so dismissive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, You you feel like you're in there and they're patting you on the head. Well, that was nice, Patricia. No way. Right. Well, you know, they've set up this narrative that, that if you bring it up, you're an election denier. And you're hurting no. democracy. You know, where I would argue. I am looking for fair and honest elections. Yeah, they're, they're the ones that are hurting democracy. Who's allowed to vote. Right. But they're, I don't want the cheaters to no, vote. No, I know. They're the ones that are hurting democracy. But we have to stop. <clears throat> we have to stop this foolishness of Democrats like to vote by mail. I, I don't believe that. Yeah, that was, that was, I think, a misstatement on her part. Oh, boy. Um, I mean, that's just, I, And I don't want to be, I don't want to be critical I, of her. I understand that. I understand that. But you, you can't, I'll also say this. This is where we're going to disagree. We both like Chairwoman Sienke, and we're both friendly with her. But to me, that was an opportunity missed right there. Gene opened the door. Do you think yep. there was something amiss? I think it was an opportunity to point out several of the things you've mentioned today. I think it was an opportunity to call for more oversight, uh, ask for more more of an investigation of how this went down. How come we, we're not getting any answers how this election happened? Nothing. Um, and now with Greg Amore in there, don't expect, don't expect any kind of light bulb to go off. Oh, maybe we should make it easy to vote for hard, but hard to cheat. No, that's not going to happen. Anyone and in that job, especially a Democrat, is he's going to he's going to face tremendous pressure and opposition not to change a thing. He's already mentioned, hey, why don't we have the primary in June? But you watch, they'll they'll have a come to Jesus meeting with him and be like, no, 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 we're not changing anything. We like things just the way they are. That's what I think is going to happen. Yeah, they don't do anything that uh. doesn't benefit them. I come right. back to there and was they, and the, the, the little guys out here, the average Rhode Islander. They're not even they're not even considered in that. Building. No, nope. And it's nothing. You you they are de, they are demoralizing and de, destroying democracy by having the, You know what's interesting? One last thing, Brett Morgan. The reason reason Gene brought that up is I will share you. I'm I mean share with you amongst all of the media. When we're, people are seeing these huge amounts of mail ballots, no one believes it, but the problem is no one exactly knows how the scheme is working. 
you know, right. how they're doing it. Right. So, and the, the other side, by the way, they're very quick. You know, they've come at me, do you have proof? Where's the fraud? Do you have proof of this? Now, how, how would the, I, 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 don't, I don't even know the answer to that. But I come back to, I compare to we the base. We need to find the answers <clears throat> to that. It's but very, as you know, it's very difficult. It's very difficult, the inner workings. The nurses, who were all part of the union, they were the ones going around and helping the people. That's not bipartisan. Um, I, I, I mean, that is, there's just nothing good about that. There's, there's nothing, nothing good about, good about that. Yeah. And that's thousands of votes. Thousands of votes. And they're also gorgeous shut-ins who, who need medical care, yes. care hospice, and, yep. and, and, and in-home health, health aids. All that kind of stuff. It's that's thousands. That's enough. That's enough to change uh, the election for school committee, town yep. council. Yeah, you know, all the way up, even even the general assembly. Um, and then multiply that over an entire congressional district. That's a lot of votes. And and I want to before we let her go, remind people, Rep. Morgan, and you know, but when when competition is eliminated. Uh, then, like, what's the point, right? You just, you build real empathy and you, you build, if you're a rep and you know you're going to get reelected or whatever position, you just have to go along to get along. You're not going to push anything. You're not going to challenge anything. You're, you're going to just follow exactly as you're told. What's, what's the, what's the point? But, but this, I believe, if we could get access to some of the information, um, Especially Governor McKee and his mail ballot totals out of Providence. Why would all these people in Providence want to vote for him by mail ballot? It just, it doesn't make sense. It, it just, I don't understand. Uh, not, well, none of us do because none of it I makes think sense. you do understand, but we don't have any evidence. We, we don't have any evidence. And I, I compare it to at the end of the, the late 90s into the early 2000s, you suddenly had these baseball players and they were huge and they were clobbing home runs and people in the sport were saying you know maybe it's the baseball or are they training differently or like no one knew exactly what was going on and that then led to the big steroid scandal like it wasn't the baseball it wasn't they were doing a certain type of exercise they were pumping performance enhancing drugs into their system and that's why they were then able to hit and break Babe Ruth's record and all this other stuff so I compare it to that I don't claim to have all the answers but I I find it impossible to believe that legitimately Seth Magaziner got 12,000 mail ballots to Alan Fung's 4,000 it I I don't three times three times the amount and with uh, Justin Caldwell 88 out of 10 Democrats who were using a mail ballot were voting Democrat. Why? Yeah. Why would yeah. that be? I don't, I don't accept and, the notion. no audit is going to pick up any discrepancies. No. And no, no signature verification no. No. is going to show that there, that, that there is dis, uh, discrepant signatures. No. No. And nobody is going to look for people who voted both mail-in and no. in person. Yeah. So nope. it's not going to happen. Yeah, because impossible. it doesn't benefit the parties that in control. That's right. And as I, I, I had a fool's errand last year when I actually went to the Board of Elections and started to try to look through the voter list. And, and it's when you're talking about that number of names and it's not user friendly, 
and you have to keep going back. On purpose. All, all on purpose. It's the only way to detect it would be with a computer program. It would have to be someone very sophisticated that knows exactly what they're doing that could detect it. I started I started laughing. We're going to leave it at that. Rep Morgan, great to talk to you. We'll talk to you again. All right, take care. All right, folks, there it is. Representative Patricia Morgan. Now, listen, folks, um, we have a lot more to go. I have more sound to play. It's John DePietro on this Monday. She She's a winner. She won. She knows how to do it. And she was successful. Right now, it's 12.59. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. We have another full hour to go. I haven't even gotten to the state police scandal yet and some of the other voter stories. But it's very, very discouraging. Let's get a news update at 1 o'clock. And then the power hours next. Leave it right here. We'll be back on the other side right here on the John DePietro Show.